Chapter 27. You did this? Jordan's granite face looked like it might crumble. The mark continued to burn, the skull's sleeping eyes fluttering as if they might open any second. My heart thrashed against my ribs. I jerked my sleeve over the tattoo and stood. You were stupid enough to make a deal with the god of death, Bird said with a smirk. I wished I could wipe off his face. Uh, Pooch laughed. Come now, Junapu. Let's be gentlemen about this. Jordan's eyes raked over a pooch with so much hatred, I thought old puke might melt and we could all go home. Did you really think your pathetic magic could keep me out? A pooch said to the twins, your little sandcastle isn't as strong as you imagined. Jordan's jaws tightened as he looked around at the broken pieces of their illusory world. The scattered walls, the splintered sky, the distant skyscrapers began to sway again. Such a poor imitation, a pooch said, following his gaze. Did you come here for a fight, a pooch? Bird's tone told me he wanted a pooch to say yes. Boys, please, a pooch said. I didn't come here to fight. Simply to destroy your little, what shall we call it? He took in the halfway finished demolition bubble and to set the record straight. His voice rose a few godly notches for the next part. You never defeated me. Only a couple of my weak underlords. The world tilted. Surely that was wrong. Surely I hadn't relied on a plan that was built on empty boasts. We beat you, Bird said through gritted teeth. A pooch stroked Mulan's head. Your lies are such bitter little things, and to think I was locked away, unable to refute them. Hardly justice, wouldn't you agree, Zane? I gave a short nod. I mean, it really was a raw deal. Why, why would Jordan and Bird lie? To establish their fame, their notoriety, Puke said in a commanding tone, to ensure that no other godborns would ever challenge them. He turned his hardened gaze on the twins. I do admire your sinister plan, he said to them. Lie about defeating me, inspire humans to ignore the gods, instill enough fear in the gods to make them create the sacred oath. That way, you'd never have any competition. I processed each bit of information, and it all made sense. Jordan and Bird had manipulated the gods into taking the sacred oath. I remembered what Pacific had said about the twins inspiring jealousy in the gods. But if the gods were so worried about godborns, why didn't they kill the twins? I asked. Very on point, bravo, Apuch said, smiling. The twins used their popularity among humans as leverage in a deal with the gods. Jordan and Bird promised to go on a PR tour, encouraging humans to re revere the gods again, to restore balance. Man, that was messed up, I thought. But it didn't surprise me now that I'd seen their ugliness up close. Jordan and Bird shared a glance. Beads of sweat formed on Jordan's forehead. Was fear getting the best of him? No, this was something more serious. He clawed at his throat, his eyes bugged out, and he collapsed. Bird, squ Bird squatted next to his brother, pressing on his chest, calling his name over and over again. He glared up at a pooch. I don't know how you did this, but I will make you pay. For an instant, surprise registered on that pooch's face. That told me all I needed to know. It wasn't him. It was La Muerte. The chili pepper really had worked. A little late, but she'd worked. I wanted to slip away before the truth was discovered, but how could I with Hondo passed out cold? Brooks gripped my wrist so hard, her nails dug into my skin. This is going to be really, really bad. You think? Then I said, if I don't make it, I'm not listening. Make sure Hondo gets out, please. Moan lifted off Apucha's shoulder, flew across the stadium, and in one swoop, snatched up a snake with her talons and flipped it into her, into her mouth. My stomach turned. Bird looked wounded like he had, and the snakes were BFFs, and a second later, the rest of the red reptiles evaporated with a snap of his finger. We're going to destroy you, Bird said to Apooch. We? Apparently not, Apooch said coldly, looking at the comatose Jordan. But I'll let you try your best. 
In the meantime, I have some plans of my own. Why did I have a feeling my name was written on those plans? Muan shifted into her human form, same dress, same brown skin, same dangerous smile. You're too afraid to fight, old man, Bird provoked. I'm not the one trembling, a pooch said with a calm but deadly stare. Then his gaze turned to me and I didn't like what I saw. Someone ready to collect what he was owed. I inched back. It wasn't time yet. I still had a whole day to figure out how to stop him, but how? I gripped the jade in my pocket for security, careful not to will myself to the empty and leave my body with monsters that wanted to see me dead. Suddenly, three huge black winged creatures swooped down. They had human heads like they were too small for their massive bodies. Or that were too small for their massive bodies. Like Moan, they sported slick black feathers, razor sharp talons and wings with a 15 foot span. The creatures were identical to one another. Bald pates, sharp chins, bulging veins in their necks and foreheads like their blood was too thick. The only difference was that each had eyes that glowed a different color, yellow, orange, and purple. Bird tried to make a run for it, but the yellow and purple-eyed monsters moved like lightning, snatching him, then Jordan, in their huge wings and cocooning them tightly so that only their heads poked out. You remember the Yanto triad? Surely, Apucha addressed Bird in a self-satisfied tone. Allow me to reintroduce you to Yanto, Usukun, and Uyitsin otherwise known as good, bad, and indifferent. Except we all know there isn't any good, but it sure rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Bird thrashed, trying to break free, but the only things that got loose were the curses he spat at a pooch. As the words flew from his mouth, they turned into silver daggers aimed at his nemesis. Moan batted them away easily. Jordan was a lifeless doll in the wings of his monster. I thought about Hurricane, I mean, if Puke hated the twins for lying about beating him, imagine how many, imagine how much he hated my dad for sticking him in his prison for hundreds of years. Yeah, this was going to get ugly. What had Hurricane said? Inconceivable. Skinny kid versus God of death. Some match. The gods will unite against you, Bird said with a grunt. Yes, the gods, Pooch said casually. Last I checked, they were already at war within their ranks, trying to figure out who could have set me free. Tsk, tsk, tsk. You really can't trust anyone these days now, can you? Apooch turned to me. As for you, Zane, the bird narrowed his eyes at me like he was just remembering I was there. This is your fault, human. Apooch hesitated, as if deciding how much he wanted to say. He's no human, he said slowly, like he wanted to savor the shock that registered on the bird's face. But we can talk about that later, can't we, Zane? I didn't think I could get any words past the lump in my throat, but somehow I managed. I'm, uh... I'm human. I mean, sure. Yeah, later. But I was so hoping there wouldn't be a later. I'd rather disappear, hole up in the Caribbean somewhere. Except it wasn't me. Except that wasn't me. Not anymore. I'd hold up at home for a whole year because I was too afraid to face the kids at school. Too afraid to see the way they looked at my leg. Too afraid to try to be someone more than the names they threw at me. Well, those days were over. I told Pacific I'd never hide, and I meant it. Even if it meant going down, at least I'd do so fighting. So the gimp's not human, Bird finally muttered. I could see his metal, mental gears clicking into place, but not before a pooch started to laugh. I mean, a giant uproarious laugh that shook the stone walls and could have registered on a 10 on the Richter scale. The creatures gripped the twins, gripping the twins smiled. Their teeth were black like they'd been stained with ink and their breath smelled worse than rotting meat in July. The ground trembled, the stone walls began to crumble, the skyscrapers in the distance fell in giant columns of smoke and dust. 
In only a few more minutes, this place would be completely destroyed. The creatures holding Bird and Jordan folded their wings tighter and tighter. Each of the twins' faces puckered like their heads were being sucked dry. Their skin turned gray and purplish veins spread beneath. Their eyeballs bugged out and turned dark red. Don't kill them, I shouted. This is going to be good. That was Brooks still gri gripping my hand. You can't be serious. You're no fun. A pooch turned to me. Trust me, I'm not generous enough to kill them quickly. Then to good, bad, and indifferent, he said, take them away. Their magic will make a lovely feast for us. The triad took flight, carrying the twins into the falling sky. A pooch started to fade. Wait, I called to him. You tricked me, this mark. He stopped, looked at me. Clever, yes? You can't run and you can't hide unless I burn off this tattoo. The magic runs deep and you aren't brave enough to withstand that kind of pain, a pooch sighed. I'll see you soon, Zanabispo. He gazed around the collapsing world and said, very soon, judging from this house of cards. 